for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blabjack. I was gonna harmonize. No, no, no. Oh, we gotta yeah, yeah, do that yeah. again. We gotta yeah. start One, right. two, three. I don't even think I hit a key. <laughs> that was good, though. That wasn't too bad. That was a vibe. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. Definitely a vibe. That was a vibe right yeah, there. It was. <laughs> Super vibe. <laughs> Super vibe. Anyway, what's up, guys? Blab Chat. Here. Uh, ep- this is episode 44, right? Oh. Or no, is it 45? I don't even. I can't even oh, keep track geez. anymore. <laughs> it's almost 45, the big five. Josh? It's almost five? Almost yeah, the four, big five. five zero coming up. Soon. Oh, five zero is going to be something crazy. Special we got to do something five good zero. for that. Yeah, episode 45, uh, Blab Chat is all music production podcast. My name is Ill Mind. I'm sitting next to the great Atlas Mundo. the Plug. Mundo! Beats. Put up a beat. Atlas the Plug. Beats. AKA Atlas the Plug. What's good? Mundizi. You got Glams. Yo, what up? What's up? GLAM. Yep. Project's coming out really soon. August yeah. 11th. Yeah, August 11th. Yeah, I, uh, by the time out. by the time you guys hear this, um, the project will be about a week out. Yeah. So go get that, man. Yo, yes. for those who don't know, Glam is like one of my favorite artists. So. I'm looking forward Thank to it as a fan, but go, go check it out. Yeah. All platforms, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on SoundCloud. It's yeah. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Sound, sound click, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> MySpace, MySpace, all that. Yeah. Top that. eight. Let's yeah. go next. Love Perfection, what up? What's going on? Shit. You know. <laughs> You know, doing this podcast thing. You know, <laughs> chatting, chatting. Yeah, chit chat. Uh, perfection. I saw um, on your, your IG, you put up some beats. A little snippet, dude. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I haven't I just, been on. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't promoted it too much. I tweeted it. Just I'm like trying low key. To, Yeah, I'm gonna do like a little promo video, kind of. I haven't been able to do it, but I uploaded it, tweeted it. Yeah. So make sure you yeah. check it out on my Twitter. I think listeners are. I think our listeners are waiting for that. They're yeah, like, yeah. Damn, I want to hear their, their yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. get I'm getting more into the habit of doing that, you know, just yeah. uploading snippets. I have a lot of things that I can upload, so I'm, yeah. you know, yeah. just just getting getting into that. Yeah, you know, so make sure you check my Twitter check at Love Twitter. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Love check Perfection. my Instagram. Yeah. Um, my Instagram bio, the link is there also. SoundCloud.com/slash/PerfectionProductions. Hey. So check that out. Hey. It's a little snippet, a little something, something. You Hell know, yeah. Little little candy for your ears, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I th- I just think that like you know, like as a producer, it's just like SoundCloud is just so powerful. Like yeah. that's why I'm I'm actually really sad that it might go, you know? Because once is that still a thing? I, don't I don't think, think so. I don't go. think it it is. I don't think it's going anywhere. I yeah, I don't so. think it's gonna I go think anywhere. It's an algorithm. Yeah, I think like, it's such a huge platform. platform. It's yeah. too big. 
think people. Mm-hmm. I think they just make people. I think they just say it yeah. sometimes. Honestly, like yeah. it has so much going on on it already. So many people yeah. like. But do you, what do you think is gonna take for it to like be long lasting? Do you think like a label would pick it up? Do you definitely think a monetary? A artist? I, I I think in my opinion it's a combination of like some type of like angel investment coming in. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's chance. I don't know, but uh, an, an angel investor to keep the lights on. But then also just kind of like a restructure of like how they're how they're um you know making their income and just like what they're spending money on all that stuff i mean you know i don't know the internal structure but what they're doing now obviously is like seeming like it's not working yeah because they have like the whole pro like upgrade your account to pro but i don't know do you think that's effective it might be it seems like it is but it seems also like it's not making enough money yeah because i feel like a lot of people are probably like okay it's just another thing you want me to pay for like yeah i think it's good because obviously when you pay for things you get you pay you get more but i feel like a lot of people are like okay either i don't want to invest in that because i've been doing this for free for so long and there have been people that have been doing it for free for so long and have gained a lot from it they've either been signed or their fan base have grown just by uploading for free yeah but i you know they are giving you limited amount of time of how much you can post it's like mm-hmm. okay you have a hundred and what 20 more minutes mm-hmm. and that's kind of like uh yeah maybe, but I yeah it. i think they're trying different things some things are working some aren't like when when uh soundcloud started introducing like ads like in between like listening to songs and stuff that was like a huge adjustment for people because before that it was like no ads no we don't have to spend any money to be a member like i could just listen to all this music once you change that it's like a huge turnoff for people so i think it i think the pro account definitely worth it you know you could see one of the cool things is you can see like who your two the top people that play your stuff is so you could always like reach out to them you know send them a nice little message or or give a t-shirt or something like that um i do like the where it tells you the cities your strong cities as far as like percentage wise what percentage of your sound uh plays are coming from so i think that's really really dope um i do agree though with you when the ads came in that's when i was like yeah 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 Yeah, i was like uploading the snippet of my track and then i'm like previewing it and then this fucking ad comes i'm like come on yeah on your preview because it comes up like in the corner like the yeah. the bottom oh, right yeah, corner yeah, yeah. i'm just like crazy. literally yeah. in the middle oh, like, anyway no. but i'm sure that generates millions of dollars yeah it definitely yeah. does add revenue and all yeah. that but you listen at the end of the day we want soundcloud to be around i, yeah. I think that's just such an important platform mm-hmm. especially for music producers mm-hmm. um but uh and uh, you know not to plug but yeah fuck it i'm plugging too yep. Beat Say um, there you, it, you know there's other platforms too like beat thread mm-hmm. what we're trying to um you know put together here not not trying but mm-hmm. humbly trying but you know it, 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 it there's a lot of energy and logistics that go into like creating a whole new platform i mean it's just mm-hmm. like a logistical fucking nightmare but yeah. we're, we're really pushing and, and we're putting our resources together so hopefully you guys that are listening um if you're a music producer definitely check out bthread um you know it's just a, a cool little alternative to soundcloud and there's some cool shit you can do do on it you know like getting critiques and mm-hmm. feedback and connecting with people and really just like getting interactive um and we have awesome drum kits on mm-hmm. there too so check it out you know and also another site that's good is audio mac mm-hmm. uh, i know i plugged that a few times before but 
I've seen Audio Mac come up like mm-hmm. from the beginning when uh, my man uh, DJ Z from uh, DJ Booth hit me about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're partnering with this new platform called Audio Mac, and you know, they do like artist profiles mm-hmm. and all that. So, shout to Audio Mac. Yeah, to me, they're like pioneering like a thing too. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely an amazing platform. Like mm-hmm. when uh, uh, Frank Ocean put out his last album, Blonde, I did like a Blonde remixes yeah, album, I and that. I put it out on like exclusively on. Audio Mac, mm-hmm. and um, it was like an end of trend, trending for like probably like three or four days. It was like the top top, uh, top streams or whatever. So like they get results on that website, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so go check it out, man. Check out Audio Mac mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so check check it out. So I don't know if you guys saw my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of going in, but uh, anyway. So the topic of discussion was uh, well, it was a couple of discussions, but. I think the the thing that ruffled people's feathers was I made a tweet and I said, if you're, and you know, people took, took my tweet out of context, but it's the internet, like, that's fine. People do that. But uh, I tweeted, I said, if you're uh, an upcoming rapper and I never heard of you um, and you try to play me your music, do you really think I'm gonna give a fuck, right? And so I made that tweet and you know, people got mad or whatever. But but really, the intention behind that, which was kind of, you know, along with the stream of consciousness, was the idea of most people are probably going to feel that way, right? Not just ill mind, like, producer, like, who, like, should keep his eye out on like upcoming rappers and artists and like you're an asshole if like you're you're shutting people down because like they're not as popular first of all yes i am a dick right if you're an upcoming rapper all right and i'm gonna own it right now uh chat if you're an upcoming rapper i don't have to listen to shit yeah and let me finish let me finish yeah okay. I don't really give a fuck mm-hmm. about your music at all. Um, make me give a fuck. Is that fair? Very. Um, I'm out here working just as hard as you are. I started with nothing as well. Um, I can retire right now and it'll be over. I'll never do that. But I bring that up just to say that someone in my position, and I'm not saying I'm like Timbaland or like I have so much more to go like as a producer, but in the position that I'm in, yes, I understand that if I put energy into an artist, it'll benefit them, obviously. But, you know, I'm more into creating partnerships that benefit everything, right? So I'm not going to invest in someone if, I'm not excited about that person. So if I never heard of you, I never heard your music, put the work in to make me care about you. Mm-hmm. And that's all I ask, right? And so I bring that up because I do feel like, and I want you guys' opinion on this, I do feel like most um, cold calls, if you're a rapper um, and you're pitching your raps or pitching your music to someone, most people will in fact shut you down. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that? I mean, I agree. Like, I can see where you're coming from. And, like, I, I got 
it's funny because I actually got someone that like hit me up via DM. And this is, I think, like a great example kind of of like why you would feel like that. Like I get that all the time in my DMs. Like, hey, you know, let's link up, let's network. And for me, it's kind of like sometimes it's like for what yeah like if i see what you're doing and who you who you are or aren't affiliated with sometimes it's like for what like yes i can help you but it doesn't seem like you're doing anything like interesting and yeah. that sounds wrong but like for example i got a guy that like dm'd me and i'm not gonna say his name or whatever yeah, please but don't. like <laughs> he's like hey you know no, i'm an upcoming good. artist out of out of I'm not even blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anywhere He's USA. like, I'm an upcoming artist. Check me out on SoundCloud or YouTube. I'm traveling to New York um, for the first time next month. And, I w- and I'm trying to connect and network with as many people as possible before I get out there. You think you can help me? Do you live there? Mind you, he doesn't even have a profile picture. Damn. Could be spam. Or not. No, it's probably Profile not. picture. And it's like, I, I immediately looked at that. And yeah. it's like okay you don't have a profile picture right. bro like right. you know it's like and then immediately you're like you think you can help me it's kind of like yeah. really yeah yeah you know people I mean? so want it's like am i really going to give a fuck like right. you said you know it's like if i right. see you're you're eager and i see that you're consistent and you're out there and i'm like okay maybe people aren't paying attention to you but you're consistent and your work looks interesting it's like let me check this guy out and yeah. i've done that in the past but it's like when you get like spammy bullshit like this it's kind of like for what i don't it's tough. i don't give a you, fuck most people are going to shut shut that person down like and that's the whole point i was making is like this is music right so like everything about music is based on chemistry energy feel it's very emotional type of work to be in so you know most people are going to shut you down and like you know if if you're if you want to start a relationship with someone um and like uh, again me as an example like if you come up to me and you're an artist you're a rapper i never heard of you before um you know it's gonna take it's it's a huge investment and and roll of the dice for me to say okay you know what play me your music right now right we've already spent at least from 30 seconds to two minutes of just talking and then now you're asking for another one and a half minutes to three and a half minutes of my time to listen to your music and then after that we're going to spend another four minutes on discussing the music and then maybe another two minutes on you asking me for my number maybe i like it maybe i don't but you're asking me for 10 to 20 minutes of time that i don't have right so in a way it's almost kind of selfish to pull someone into a situation like that and say yo like listen to me right now mm-hmm. like i don't care what you're doing i don't care where you need to be i don't care how you're feeling i don't care what kind of day you had i don't care what mood you're in i don't care if you haven't eaten for five hours and you're trying to go get food mm-hmm. it's me and you right now right. listen to my shit right now and you're gonna give me your full attention that's fucking selfish mm-hmm. You know, I I believe that a closed mouth doesn't get fed, right? Yeah. However, there's a however, and there's there's it all depends on your approach, right? If someone just walks up to any one of us, right, here, and the first thing you're doing is trying to sell me your music, like soliciting yourself to me, I've already that wall goes right up. Yep. 
and I mm-hmm. don't want anything to do with you. And if you email me, I probably won't even open email. Yeah. <clears throat> However, if the approach yep. is correct, and you don't, and it doesn't even come up. Maybe the music thing doesn't come up, but you've approached, you said what up, and you're like, yeah, you know, like somehow you being an artist comes up, and then you leave, and then you see them again, then maybe it can come up yeah. the second time or the third time. <clears throat> but even when it comes up, you should never ask for anything right off the bat mm-hmm. you should always wait yeah and you know if someone comes up to us and you know they're like yo I, and it happens to us and you know yo they want to like give me their headphones and like yo check this track out i made today i'm just i can't do it i yeah. I, I like to when i'm like you know ill was saying how the music is emotional so when i listen to music like or i write music or, or whatever it's like it takes a piece of you yeah mm-hmm. you know so I, I, Ill, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. living life saying yes to every inquiry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what that fucking feels like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. it'll drive you mad. You'll yeah. you just end up being just like a yes I man. Mean, I mean, just like <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Okay, cool. A yes yeah, man. now is your time. Okay, cool. And you mm-hmm. never have. Okay, you, it's you me would and you never. Now. You would never actually have an actual opinion. Right. Because you're always giving someone what they want. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, speak up. Yeah. And like, I definitely agree with everything Atlas said. Like, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to take that chance and be Mm -hmm. like, I'm here. Absolutely. But like, I think in in that instance, you got to kind of know what you're you're also bringing to the table. Like, Mm -hmm. don't don't make it seem like, oh, she can she can give me an opportunity or he can give me an opportunity. So listen to my shit. It's like, no, how good is your shit? Yeah. Yeah. Which everyone starts off somewhere and everyone. Mm-hmm. not always gonna start off being the best but you know like yeah in order for people to find interest in you there has to be interest there yeah. has to be something that's interesting so yes a closed mouth doesn't get fed but i agree with atlas 100 percent. it's like it's all about your approach mm-hmm. yeah and one thing i always say is like make the person seem like they're more important than you mm-hmm. yep you know what I mean? Like, make me feel important. Yeah. yeah. Have an actual conversation with me where you can make me laugh and make me feel comfortable and, and bring that guard down mm-hmm. to where I'm like, okay, this guy's actually cool. Yeah. Let me take a mm-hmm. listen. Not where you're just like, hey, I know you're busy, but like, check my shit out. It's like, yeah. what? I know you're busy, but I'm about to disrupt you're your busy. life right now. Yeah, like now. sometimes shit, I have to call my mom back because yeah. I'm busy. So yeah. like, if I have to call my mom yeah. back, what makes you think I'm just gonna like yeah. drop it's everything so, and be like? Anytime, any, uh, yeah. you know I mean? anytime it starts with, I know you're. They're gonna do the yeah. exact opposite of yeah. what. Yeah. I know you don't really talk. Want to talk to me right now? <laughs> right, but exactly. please talk but, to me right now. I know you have no time, but I'm gonna yeah, take some of your like, time. Yeah, right <laughs> now. It's, take some. It's kind of like those like you know artists that are on on twitter and they're like they just tweet you their link yeah. and then like you check their profile and they're like tweeting dj khaled the same yeah, thing yeah, tweeting yeah, fucking yeah. Nicki minaj yeah. the same thing tweeting so dj MB the same thing it's like okay so why am i gonna check yeah. your shit out because you're just spamming at this point and exactly. it doesn't seem like you're actually really interested in me yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know it's true I mean? and this goes this goes directly in line with like you know the rest of my tweets during that stream of consciousness mm-hmm. which uh, and i started getting into the idea of like what you just said perfection like value like what do you bring to the table right and we have a whole fucking episode of this mm-hmm. i think it was like 38 or 39 mm-hmm. um but just to touch on that a little more it's like you know if you bring something to the table or you have like value then whoever you're talking to is going to be more open right mm-hmm. so like as a music producer if you're a rapper like the value that you bring for me would be if i first of all 
at the very least it's if i like your music right so like i have to like your music i think a good strategy if you're an upcoming rapper and you want to get into the ears of a producer i think a good strategy is to first of all know everything about the producer like what are they into who have they worked with what kind of music do they like and then just get on the grind it's almost like a crapshoot where you want to be able to do things and be strategic to where you know your music might get into the ears of that person somehow mm-hmm. indirectly those those things i don't have the answer to those mm-hmm. things those are like anomalies that you have to figure out mm-hmm. um you know you know alice is, is I'm knows what i'm getting because, at yeah, so yeah. but that's true for everyone if you mm-hmm. want to get into pharrell's ears then maybe you should finagle your way into working with one of his artists his name's buddy go to his show and then say okay he rolls with him okay cool y'all gotta be strategic with it you can't just cold call everyone this shit is not gonna fucking work yeah you know so um i yeah what so go ahead what were you gonna say you're gonna add oh actually you know it's funny i was uh (laughs) this shit frustrates me man you know it just when you said about thinking about ways to you know you always want to be like organic and you always want to like we talk about the approach and how you're approaching and and what you're going to say and all and who they roll with and i just thought about one thing that would work that i was like oh you know that would that would work if someone did that if if someone buys you something and what i mean listen to me Uh, (laughs) listen to what i mean by this i don't mean yo i'm taking you out to dinner ma we're gonna no (laughs) i'm not saying that but I'm saying, like, I know you like Star Wars. Right. Right? Anyone who follows you on Instagram knows you love Star Wars. And Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Your I'm shit, obsessed. Right? Obsessed. So if I know I'm going to an Illmind party or I'm going to a DJ set or I'm doing something and I have something that you like, or maybe I have to go buy it and spend 20 bucks or 50 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever the hell it is, then when I see you and we meet, and we have conversations, someone's like, yo, ill, big fan, man. I know you love Star Wars. I know you're a big fan of Star Wars, man. I got you a little something. You know, it's a, you know, the Yoda, whatever, exclusive, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right away, you're gonna be like, oh man, this guy took a little time. By the way, I like anything Stormtroopers. Um, there you go. Let Yoda, Yoda, I, I need a couple Yoda things too. Anyway, Yoda, no, let him know, roll, roll them out. Not really. But, uh, but anyway, you know, that's that's like a way right you know to and again you have to do it genuinely i'm not saying go out and buy stuff with people know bring it to them doesn't work for everybody yeah but if you know you're going to be within close quarters of them and you can have that two minute we all Mm -hmm. talk about the approach think about that when you go home or in like a week you're going to remember yeah i'm going to remember you're going to remember that you're going to remember that person you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so now you've already got a little bit of it in yeah and then you'll take it from there, however you want to do it. But anyway, I was just one thing. It's that. true. And true. And then, and then, like the wall goes down. It's no right. longer. Oh, you're spamming me. It's like, oh shit. Right. Like now we're human beings. He and knows you're like, you like. Yeah, you're something. like. Yeah. You're already like. Oh, he did. He knows who I am. Like he's a fan. Like he. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll, now I'll listen to you a yeah. little. Now you'll get two minutes instead of one minute. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What would someone have to do to get um, to get a glam verse? Come on, spill it on them, glam. What do they need? What do they need to gift you? Uh, 
I know no, what it is. She, I already she know. Want to reveal the secrets. I already no, know. You can't no. reveal the secret. I mean, aside from this the is, obvious, there's thousands <laughs> of people that are gonna that are gonna take this and write it down. I know. So. Well, I will it. say the the way that this girl had got my attention this one time off my show. Um, she was just as soon as I got off stage, she was just like, "Yo, you want to smoke?" Like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. The weed is so, always like, honestly, it's so communal. Like if I, you're I chill enough, I don't weed. just and I don't just like smoke anybody's like right. anything. But yeah. she was really cool. It was a judge. I, I was. I had to take a you know have my moment of like judgment and character. But the reason I was able to talk to her for so long is because she was like really chill. So yeah. my thing is like, don't really tell me. It just like it's just all approach. Like yeah. you could be. So dope, but if you come up in Pushy. in my face like yo, uh, yeah, glam, yeah, you, yeah, I'm hot yeah. shit, yeah, uh, listen to my tracks. I got this one track with um, da 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 da, yeah. or Ain't like name drop, dropping, like, or I don't like that, yeah. or, or oh, do you know so and so? Like no, like oh well, yeah, I was uh, yeah. I just did it. I got off tour with him. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay, yeah, you know. But if you're just like if we're vibing, yeah. I don't even know you do music, and you're mm-hmm. just like oh yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, da 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 da, oh yeah, let's exchange sound clouds mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Send me something. Just be like, oh, I got something. Oh, I think you'd be like, I think you'd check it out. Like, I'm pretty approachable. I just yeah. tell you to send it. Like, name dropping it. is a no. Yeah, one oh, thing that no, kills no. me is name dropping. No. Like, especially if I don't know actually, who it is. Yeah, people. Not even people <laughs> that actually are out here working and that are working with people of relevance don't yeah. name drop. Don't yeah. name drop. Like Shit. ever. Yeah. Like if if you're talking about some you know aspect of their work, like something relatable, they might be like, oh yeah, I've worked with such and such, but. I have people yeah. all the time. It's like, yeah, I'm a rapper, and you know, like I've worked with Dave East, and I know, like, you know, DJ MB, yeah. and like I went, to, bruh, like, yeah, okay, chill. bruh. Listen, I have these people out. in my don't phone. I can call them and like verify <laughs> yeah. this bullshit that you're feeding me. Like, don't do that. Even if you say, yeah, you know, I was with Jay uh, the other day, like, it doesn't matter who you say. Yeah. The the per the person you're talking to that you're trying to uh, get their attention. They're immediate, they've already immediately made up their mind yeah. that you're full of shit. So you can literally say anyone, yo, you know, I know Jesus, you know what I'm saying? I was just with I was just with Obama like last week. Yeah, it's kinda like people no. that like get caught photobombing like all the way in the Dude, back of the back cool. and then we'll cool. post it and be like, Bro, yeah. we're working. No. And it could be oh, true. So Listen, if it's true, if you were with Obama last week, that's awesome. <laughs> but it's not gonna work in that uh, yeah, scenario. Yeah, it's just, it's just awesome, but it's like okay. That's great. That's great. Yo, good, great story. And every song. Can you get Obama on Blackjack? Yeah, right, yeah. Like, yeah holler at him. Let him know. And then <laughs> yeah, did you? And did you hit up their IG? Yeah. Five point five million followers. <laughs> like, Fucking damn. Obama. Uh, right, right, right. Obama right, like chilling right, with him. Like, yo, there you go. Then playing that's basketball good. together and stuff. So the lesson here is build up, build your IG up, so you can be like, yo, just check my IG. You know what I mean? Anyway, go ahead. No, no, I was. I was just saying one of the other things too that like when artists work together oh by the way we're talking about about you know someone who's just not fun to be around yeah. like I've st- I've stopped associating myself with like all well, these certain artists because I don't like being in sessions with them right. they're just like the, I don't know they're just not feeling the vibe but right. anyway um uh, damn, what was I going to say after that Ah, I know, we're talking about Obama. You were laughing. Yeah, you were laughing. Oh, well, oh, oh, well. I, oh, I remember what it is. I remember what it is. <laughs> when after every session, you're like, yo, how was this session last night? Yo, 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 I wrote a classic. 
Oh yeah, no. Yo, last night, yo, we wrote a classic. I did a classic. It's not like, bro. Every song you do can't be a classic no. song. Were you writing classics one one classic a week? What's yeah. going on? People you know use that word classic. really loosely on the radio. People use classically on the radio. People use that really like yeah. loosely, classic. very loosely. I mean, but like you got to think of it. Are people gonna sit there and tell you they? Unless it's your friend, like ah, I wasn't feeling the vibe. Yeah. Like it was, it was the yeah. session was whatever. You think That's someone's true. gonna approach you and be like, yeah, at nah, like I wrote some. I think trash. it's. I think, I think it's part of small talk. talk. No, I think but, it's a yeah. part of small talk. It's like how's you know, it depends. Or like how's how's your day going? How's your day going? How's your day going? How you doing? Yes. You know like, when someone asks you like how you doing, most of the time they'll say yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, or somebody so. says how are you? Like in passing, you don't even say anything. Yeah, you don't. Like how are you? Like. No, Can you imagine? Like, a conversation you don't say anything. You do, no, some you, people do. You do I've the neighbor it. wave. You do. <laughs> Keep it moving. No, Can you imagine telling the person the truth? Like, hi. So, how's your day? Oh man, terrible. So I woke up this morning. Oh, dude, and stressed. Like, fucking my yes, coffee. Yes, Ellen DeGeneres has. A, I ran out of coffee and like. Like a whole thing. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres whole has thing? a whole skit on oh, that amazing. specifically. Like when people are saying like, oh, "How man. are you?" She's like, "Would you say pretty good?" She's like, "Pretty good." She's like, "That doesn't sound." She's like, "Did something happen?" I don't have time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. like pretty good doesn't sound good. Like I don't yeah. have time for that. That's it's like that fine. commercial yeah. where it's like if people said what they really feel. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's oh, like yeah. a Katy Perry, and it's like a publicist or someone. She's like, yeah, I'm just gonna pretend here, like I'm actually listening to, you, but I'm not. I'm like more interested with my dog. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, cool. So I'll just funny. pretend like you care, and I'll keep yeah. asking the questions. <laughs> right. I think the whole, I think the whole, like, um, I, I guess the whole point of like having that conversation is just like everyone wants to like network and know like what are some good approaches to networking with people. But I do think just based off of what I've seen and like what's happened to me too and stuff that i've done it's just like you just got to bring something to the table that's all like if it's a fucking gift or like oh i heard of you before yeah. i heard i heard like one of your joints one of my my homies was telling me about like the like this song you did like even that makes a huge impact right so like it's got to come it's got to be co you have to be co-signed somewhere else right um it's just it's just the strategy you know and you're not gonna get there if you're not like taking any action you know what i mean like it's all that indirect stuff yeah and it could be like the smallest thing yeah it could be the smallest thing like i was with this artist manager he's pretty big now um and i met her before in the studio gave her my business card it was very like straightforward like she was very like right my name's such and such. Okay, cool. Right. And I saw them at this event, and they were with someone that I'm close. They were with Casanova. Oh, okay. And um, I was with him, and then he's like, yeah, he's like, perfection's like day one. Like, she helped me upload my shit on YouTube, and yeah. like, it was like an opener for that. And then I saw the manager, and I was like, okay, I want to build with her. So I just like went up to him, like, hey, good seeing you, Ben. She's like, hey. And I'm like, I was just like, how long are you in town for? Yeah. And then we just started talking about that. She's like, two days. And I'm like, what, what have you guys been doing? She's like, oh, my God, running around. It's been so crazy. And then we just started talking. And then it got to the point where, like, she ended up kicking everybody out of VIP. She's like, I want everybody out. Yeah. But I stood. Yeah. And then we, like, ended up just hanging out, vibing. Then we went to dinner that night, like, all of us. It's we amazing. ended up at the restaurant. And then yeah. she's like, hey, you got studio time tonight? Yeah. So it, like, turned into from, like, a small talk conversation to, like, business. Exactly. But I made sure that I made it always about her and the artists and what they're doing and what's new. Yep. You know what I mean? Versus, like, hey, so I have this going on. How can you help me? It's like yeah. I'm paying attention to what you're doing. Exactly. I Let like what you're doing. I love that example because that, that proves going back to the Ryan Leslie episode uh, that proves his point of having a team 
and and like the the idea of having a manager because like really your manager is the 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 guy that's going out there is sort of like co-signing you yeah. and if your manager has relationships with people his word is more trusted yeah. right but here's the kicker though if 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 you're a uh, you know an example you're a producer and you want to work with an artist and your manager knows like the manager of the artist then he's co-signing you already as a producer to the manager but then you also have like this direct relationship as the producer you have a direct relationship with the artist as well then the whole thing just comes full circle you pretty much have guaranteed that you're probably gonna like either get a session or a placement or something so like that's another I, I think you know trick to placements too is having more than one cosign in that circle saying okay yeah, I spoke to the manager okay I heard that dude's beats cool oh he was on this I know that person how did they and then they'll be like okay he worked with them those are the homies okay and sometimes it's kind of like what what like the the underlying point of that is too is like sometimes you can't focus on the person you want to focus on yep. like sometimes it's not the artist that you got to reach out to because they're not the one like they're paying attention about being an artist mm -hmm. they're not paying attention about the people that are coming around them how trustworthy you are you know when do you want to book a session if they're really cool with you when they fuck with you then they're like bro what's yeah. up but nine times out of ten they have a guard up because they know what people want from them so it's like that's what i've learned to do is like connect with the people around them exactly. and then them exactly because the people around mm -hmm. them would be like who are you no right yeah, yeah. you gotta go yeah and the artist would be like and you can't blame them <laughs> well, you can't blame them for that and yeah because that's too much for an artist to deal with god yeah. that's a lot that's why you know guys ever for all the listeners on black chat is like you have to build a team around you. The more people that are on your team are going to be like, like you know, like cheerleading for you. So like, yeah. you're based in you know Brooklyn, cool. You know your manager would lives in the, the city or New Jersey, cool. Then you have a publicist, you know, that lives or whatever. And then it's like four or five people that are all on your team in different ears. Imagine trying to do that by yourself. Mm, can't. You can't. There's no way. You can't. You're, you're not going to get the results you need. You can't do it. It's going to take you a really long time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so true. Um, speaking of long time, this actually makes sense. Uh, we have a special guest today. All right, um, I'm really excited about this guy. Um, should I pause that? Excited about this guy. <laughs> nah, I think you're good. I'm excited about this this episode, but um, I've known this guy for so long. Um, pause on long. Uh, <laughs> um, he goes by the name of Jake One. Um, just one of my favorite producers, point blank. Number one. Um, he he's been doing this for a long ass time, mm -hmm. and like I remember when I was coming up, like I was looking up to him, like damn, like this dude Jake One, like his beats are crazy, like like he did this, 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 and um, he produced like some of my favorite favorite just hip hop records of all time, mm -hmm. um, and he I'm it's crazy that he's like really just an, a good example of someone who has longevity in the game, and has like really maintained his integrity and his sound. Uh, and he's gone on to do really big things. So um, we're gonna talk to my man Jake One um, today. He, you know, I mean the the discography is so long. I mean, uh, from Rock Cocaine Flow uh, with De La Soul and MF Doom to um, Three Kings, Rick Ross mm -hmm. to Mayor Hawthorne, Mayor Hawthorne like disco music and going <laughs> on tour with Mayor Hawthorne, which is amazing albums mm -hmm. that they make. Shout out to Mayor Hawthorne too. Mm -hmm. um, 
to his own project. His own project, White Van Music. Oh, uh, White Van Music. Uh, to, you know, working with Wale, Drake. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list G Unit. I mean, he was so um, uh, important to the G Unit run and produced a lot of hits for them. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing, his story. <coughs> Excuse me. And he's one of the most genuine people I know. Um, so we're going to talk to Jake One and pick his brain on just like longevity, I think, is what we want to know. It's like how how he was able to like just every year re-up and re-up and re-up and just still be relevant in today's game. So shout to Jake One. Let's give him a call. Let's give a warm round of applause to uh, my man Jake One being on the show. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sure. Jake, thank you for taking the time, man. Um, it's crazy because like... First of all, thank you for doing the show, man. I know life is wild. I don't know if you're on tour with Mayor Hawthorne in Australia <laughs> or like I'm, I'm actually home for like three more days. But See, good, good time. <laughs> perfect time, <laughs> perfect time. Yeah, um, it's crazy, Jake, because like we we've known each other for so long, and it's like you know before we called you, we were kind of you know talking about how the the longevity in your career has been so like amazing and and inspiring for people. Um, and the fact that you've been really able to like kind of reinvent yourself but kind of maintain that jake one like sound and like feel um is really amazing so i just want to start the interview with like just like what got you started in doing this like what made you want to just like make beats and like create music um you know just being a a kid of the 80s and like just being a super fan of hip-hop like when i was a little kid and the first Run DMC came out, I was like seven, eight years old, and I was like, "Oh, this guy Jam Master J, he's, he's scratching. What is scratching? Oh, man. all of that, you know? Like it just, I was such an obsessive fan. It was just something. Once I realized you could just sample a record and make a beat, and what that process was when I was probably like fifteen, yeah. it was just, it was the only thing I cared about, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and it, re- it really was like, it was like I just found my calling, you know? Wow. Were you were you scratching and DJing like doing like your high school graduation and stuff back then? I I did a couple parties. I definitely wasn't. You know, I was such a. I've always been such a like against the grain, underground kind of person. Like, for me. Yeah. like I would get a DJ gig and I would be the worst DJ ever. I would be like, <laughs> I'm about to play this song. Nobody knows. They need to know about. This. <laughs> and it would just be cricket. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I did that for a while, and I was like, yeah, this isn't really <laughs> not working out. So, you know, I didn't want to be up there playing Tootsie Roll in the Miami bass set. It just wasn't right, what I wanted right, to play. Right, right. And I was, you know, as a DJ at that time, that's what you were supposed to be doing, and I was really ignorant to that. And I was like, no, I'm gonna play this new Daylight Soul song. You guys are gonna feel it. Um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and, and it was crazy because it was so like different back then just like the it DJ was scene. adversarial you know like yeah i think i think the best thing about the new generation is they have way more of a wide range of, and wide palette of like things they enjoy mm-hmm. musically so you can get away with some different things exactly DJing now you know yeah it's so true what was the um back then like what was the scene like in seattle uh were, were you like born and raised in seattle yeah, yeah. born and raised um you know, there, we had mixed a lot. Obviously, um, there was there was guys my age doing stuff like Vitamin D was the first guy that I really saw making beats and making. You know, his group they were making songs and probably like '91 when I was a freshman in high school. They performed at our assembly, mm-hmm. 
And it was just, I was like, oh my God, what is this? Sound like, you know, Tribe or something, you know, or whatever, whatever I was into at the time. And I just couldn't believe they were from here. And he, you know, he lived down the street from me. So wow. he was definitely somebody, you know, for many years, and even to this day that I just looked up to and I would always just hang out and try to, you know, yeah. learn from him. And he's, he's really, he's always been super giving with his knowledge to the whole scene, you know? Yeah, that's a that's crazy. Shout to uh, Vitamin D too. His, I mean, his yeah, shout out to Vita because you know he did the uh, the Power theme song too. People don't know that, but that's oh, his wow. beat. Oh, that's crazy! I didn't know that. That's yeah, insane. that's insane. So he's he got a big one. He got it. That's a yeah. huge one. That's a huge one. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Vitamin D. Like he he still like pretty much like makes my favorite beats. Like he's up there, mm. man. With you and he lived right down he's the street. Amazing man. He's so amazing. Man. He's so amazing. So what when you were kind of like getting into the production thing were you like immediately on the asr 10 or did you cop any other pieces you know my first sampler i got um i worked at like a taco spot for the summer and i just saved up like whatever 500 dollars and i get an sv 1200 because that's what you know ditc and all them were rapping about mm-hmm. Pete rock and then i seen how much that was and i was like yeah i'm probably not gonna get that um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the money. More tacos. so i ended up buying this Roland. uh like a S10 or something mm-hmm. uh, sampler. I just went in the paper and just bought the first thing that said sampler I could. That's and then crazy. I brought it home and I was like, oh shit, I don't actually know how to use this thing at all. And <laughs> <laughs> I basically just stayed in my room for like, you know, a whole summer and uh, and figured it out. And then eventually I got like an Emacs and that was when I kind of made some of my first beats on. And then yeah. I got put on the EPS 16 plus and that's kind of where I stayed, you know, and then, yeah on family tree the step right under the asr 10 yeah 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 which you know i did i did i did some joints on there for sure when i got the asr it's probably like early 2000s like when i did rock cocaine flow and all that stuff when i first got that i didn't know that i thought you were you you already had been using it i was just on the eps before so it was just way dirtier and crappier sounding yeah exactly exactly did you so this is going to be a weird technical question speaking of asr 10 how the because i you know i got the asr 10 around the same time you did um yeah how how did you manage to deal with um the this is for all the asr 10 nerds how did you manage to deal with the the timer not being truly in oh like the perfect loop or whatever the perfect loop like how did you get around that you know everybody says that but i think because i never really got good at looping anything it just kind of forced me to chop everything Oh, um, around it man. and I think it kind of created like the style I have without oh, even shit. me knowing it because it was just like a way around it wow um, and cool. I hear the same thing like in Nazis beats yeah where it's like it's real quirky yeah and it's it's just something you can't even get away from it's like I just think that way now um, <laughs> even when I do beats on a computer I'm like hold on this is not it's not off enough yeah. Um, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly it's like all that's, those little that's always the hard thing with software for me not ugly enough like how do i yeah. get that into it you know how do you dirty it up well so let's fast forward to now i mean so you were on asr 10 for a long time now um it looks like you're in pro tools right yeah i i use pro tools like in a lot of different ways like actually when i make samples it's usually all on pro tools mm. playing but like beat wise i still like chop samples on the asr um and then do drums on pro tools a lot and just the editing is so much easier to do. <laughs> like, yeah. I just remember like sequencing a song and writing it with a fucking notepad. No. Like sequence one, four, 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 four,
then you have the drop on this one. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe we do that. You know, yeah, that's, that like, was terrible. But I will say though that <laughs> because because of the limitations of the ASR10, I think that's why like rock cocaine flow, for instance, mm-hmm. like ended up being so sick. Cause like you were fucking, I remember like seeing you do it. Like you were manually changing. Yeah, yeah. But that was the first time I met you at the Beat Society. Whenever, yep. what was that? Like early two thousand. Dude, I was like oh two thousand three or something 03, like that. Oh four. Yeah, so I remember, I remember doing that, and I was like, damn, people really like this shit. <laughs> you know, I'm in Seattle. It's not like I'm gonna go to a club and hear that. Yeah, um, no, no, you can't do that. But I didn't really realize the impact of it probably until that night. But yeah, it. Yeah. It, I think less is more in a lot of situations with production. I think, you know, like the, some of these new programs, it's like they're damn near doing the B for you. Like when I watch some of you guys work, I'm like, this is just crazy. Yeah. I remember how hard it was to just make two loops go together. You know, yeah. and it's like in Ableton, that's like fucking two seconds. It's, yeah. so, it's so interesting. This is perfection, by the way. It's so interesting, like, when I hear producers that are already established and that have been doing this for a very long time when they say, like, less is more. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays you have so many people that, you know, you, everyone has their own opinion. You have someone that will hear a beat and they're like, this shit is dope. It's perfect how it is. Then you have someone else that's like, eh, you can add a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even and, and I even hear people that aren't really producers that are like, eh, you could add more bass to that. You could yeah. add this. You could add that. Yeah. So it's always interesting for me to like hear you know producers that have been doing this for a long time to say that because you have a lot of people nowadays where it's like no you should add more you should do this mm-hmm. you should do that but i agree for, with it it's like less is yeah more. yeah well and i think i think the 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 you know, original just feeling of hip-hop is like that like two bars or four bars that just gives you the ugly face and like even the the newer stuff it isn't being made in the same way. It still has yeah. that same element. Like it comes on, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, 40,000 different sounds and sequences isn't going to help you if you don't have that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it still has to start with that. Yeah. And, you know, watching some of these younger guys, they're, they're making beats in the same way mm-hmm. that we were pretty much. It's just different sounds and different textures, but they're going for the same effect. Yeah. You know, it's just. The, the 808 is king, right? I mean, that's really the thing. So, do you feel like with sampling, it's easier to say less is more? Because when you're sampling something, it already has there's, there's already got much in of it. It already has it, right? different sounds yeah. in it. So, all you have to do is, like, you know, spice it up and add a couple of things to make it, you know, bigger and where it needs to be. Yeah. So, do you think, like, sampling yeah, I mean, makes I think sometimes for sure less? that's definitely part of it. Um, yeah. Even even with keyboard beats, though, like, you know, a lot of a lot of my favorite keyboard beats are really simple, just because they just hit on something that was the right thing right. for that right pattern. Um, I mean, I think it's different, like with R and B, but hip hop is really kind of more of a minimalist thing. Yeah, I yeah. think you know, that's true. It's meant right. to be that. Yeah. It's true because I noticed that about your beats, Jake. Like, there's this like delicate balance of like complexity but also simplicity too. Like, you don't overdo your shit, but there's like you have this thing where like you leave like just enough room right. for the vocalist man like I <laughs> there's think gotta be room to rap on it i mean that's yeah, like the man. thing right like you're trying to get to that yeah, and you know there's good. there's guys that like make instrumental music that's gonna have other parts to it because that's you're just like basically trying to keep people entertained with that but when i make beats it's, you know really to have somebody do vocals on it mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. in general when that's you, that's yeah. the goal <clears throat> when you start making beats I'm, it probably switches up, but do you normally start with like the melody? 
Do you just like start with the drums first? Do you... I I think at this point I always start with the music because that's just way easier for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's way harder to make a good melody for me than it is like drums. So I could just do drums. Right. Like at this point, it's pretty easy to to hone in on it. Right. Um, right. But I used to do. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, I used to use a different drum kit on every beat I made. That's like, fine. Hundreds of beats. Like, I never reused any drum kits. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, man, why is someone using the drums again? Like, oh, that's, guess that's their sound. Start from Maybe start. I should have been doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and then I figured crazy. it out. I think mm-hmm. that also affects it, too. Like, you know, the culture of music now is like, you know, you you load up, like, that set of drums that mm-hmm. are your go-to drums. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like... I guess it's you know part of it yes it's convenient but like the other part of it is like damn like you know you're kind of like alienating yeah the diversity lo- there's no evolution there's not right. like evolving into anything it's, it's kind of crazy i mean i i've i've been working a lot with the some of these younger dudes that are like really killing right now and mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll use the same kick and snare mm-hmm. on every beat but it, they do it's like sometimes it, so much so much of what the younger guys are doing now is is kind of based on like what samples they're getting from people yep so it's like um it's kind of that balance of them putting you know their their feel with something that's a little quirky and different that seems to make something really great right now yeah um and you don't really get tired of it which is weird maybe it's just i don't know somebody was telling me something about like just the low frequency and like the addictive nature of it is like that's something your brain yeah, but I, I agree. Sometimes, I agree. sometimes I might be a believer in that. I agree. But I miss yeah. actual baselines. I actually love doing baselines. Like that's not even like a thing right now. You know? Yeah, like a like a ill baseline. Like Base- I think oh, the baselines, de- the baseline's Well, sub. not even. I'm not talking about sub eight away baselines. <laughs> like right. I'm talking yeah. about like real musical yeah. shit in hip hop yeah. like, that died. Oh, yeah. in like 2010, what's 20, the, what's 2009. What's the last good baseline you've heard? Fuck, Jake, man. What I'm what's the last dope bass one I heard in hip hop? Damn, man. I mean, as yeah. far as on some shit that really impacted, I don't even know. Yeah. Right. I I'm mean, maybe too. maybe the uh, King Kunta. King Kunta. You know, that was, yeah. they they, re, yeah. they redid it. They redid a uh, DJ Quick joint. Yeah, but yeah. True. Yeah. That one. All right. That yeah. actually had a bass I'll line, take, but that was, it didn't even sound like a rap song. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Nah. It's. It, I mean, baselines are prevalent in pop music for sure, mm-hmm. but yeah. in in, in yeah. hip hop is all about the eight oh eight. Yeah, the eight oh eight. Fucking eight oh eight, dude. That is yeah, the baseline RB now. Right? Bo, 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 bo. I, but but Jake, you're right. There's something addictive about the the, the TR eight oh eight like rumble and like yeah. the, that kick. It's definitely it's just infectious. I grew up on that. Mm-hmm. So I fucks I with it. it. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. I love that shit. Jake, what was your... Well, and it's um, funny because like, sometimes it's like the wrong note is actually the right note. Uh, like, yeah. like, hold that's on, that bass thing. is not even the right bass note, but... If you hit it on there, it'll be weird. Yeah. The but speaker the, is hitting the right way, so it works, you know? Yeah. But that's the thing about music as a whole. It's like, you know, sometimes wrong is right. Exactly. You know, like I... I hear that all the time where it's like, no, it's in the wrong note. And it's like, but that shit sounds dope. Yeah, to me, it rubbing. sounds wrong to It you, just works. And, and that, cool. that makes it different. Yeah, it's exactly. like, even when I was, everything, you, know, you know, when I was taking everything piano. Everything can't be perfect. Right. When I was taking piano classes, you know, he was just teaching me everything about like major, minor, diminished, all of that. Yeah. And he's like, no, these are the notes here. These are the notes there. But if you go up half a step or you go down half a step, he's like, you know, it, that's not how it's supposed to be, but it sounds good. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just like, so 
but you said that that's wrong though but yeah, it, yeah. it somewhat makes it right so yeah. it's like there really is no like really perfect way to do music in a sense you know i think what I that's mean? what hip-hop is though hip-hop is a genre that breaks the rules and just yeah. you do shit you know it's i mean hip-hop is really just about feeling like we're yeah, not exactly in general it was you know all our first hip hop songs didn't even have music in it. <laughs> it's just drums. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. and that was what made it dope because they were like, "Man, fuck this old ass R and B. I want my shit to be hard, and I have no music." Exactly. And now you know, I'm sure something new is gonna come along. That's yeah, like, oh, you know, I don't want to hear no more 808s. It's just gonna be a snap or something. I do think that 808s are here to stay for yeah. a long time, though. Yeah. Honestly, like. That shit, I keep thinking it's gonna be over, but nah. it's, it's clearly not. What do you think gonna replace it though? What do Nothing. You think? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, it's not. <laughs> listen, let's be real. It's not going back to like dirty drums as much as I wish it will. Yeah. Maybe it'll yeah, be a niche I don't, I don't thing. I think that's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So, uh, unless like some crazy shit happens in like human culture, like on a deeper level, like. I think this is pretty much the palette that we have for like until, until we have well, look, until the, we have the shift usually until happens we, until we live on Mars. Get, <laughs> yeah. well, you'll, you'll see this shift when like and it happened like when Soldier Boy and them came because those those kids of that generation were like, man, I don't want to listen to like the rap my dad listened to. I want something different, and that was what Soldier Boy and all that was, right? It was something just like that your parents would hate. Which is hip hop is always supposed to be some shit that mm -hmm. your parents are gonna exactly, hate. Yeah. Yeah. It's rebellious, you know. Like you listen to Playboy Cardi, it's like man, you know, old head will be like, "Man, he's not even rapping. Like, where's yeah. the where's the actual rapping at?" <laughs> but that shit makes kids so happy. Yeah. And it's like yeah. they get man. Every time that song comes on, the kids are just jumping around so happy. I'm just like, man, <laughs> that alone is cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Lonzo Ball. Like he yeah. tweeted that. You know, Twenty One Savage's album is better than Four yeah. for Four. And yeah, it's yeah. like it's just what it is. It's like, yeah. yeah. A lot of people won't understand he, it because he's like, nineteen really? years old. It's right. supposed to be for him, you yeah. know. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like what what someone said yesterday. Um, they were like, you know, well, that's his music because yeah. one, he's younger, and two, he's he's out in the courts. He yeah. wants something that hypes him yeah. up. He don't want to mm -hmm. talk about like yeah. he don't want to, you know, listening to Jay Z. <laughs> Apologize to Beyonce for cheating on her is not gonna get him in his yeah, home yeah, to oh, shoot man. those three pointers. Damn, <laughs> so it's like he gotta listen to it's it. Bomb might so though. I get it, but I get it. Bomb, yeah. Well, the, here's the interesting thing though. Like, I think from having that conversation from like a texture standpoint and from just like a producer standpoint, I think the texture of beats, like. Okay, so like Playboy Cardi is gonna be fifty one day, right? He's, yeah, yeah. You'll have and kids. It, and it, he's clearly gonna have not gonna work at that age. It's not gonna work <laughs> at that age, but like yeah. Playboy Cardi's kid, who eventually will turn fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, he might be like, nah, I want to. I'm a hard drum. I'm tired of eight oh eight. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't. I think that the eight oh eight is here to stay. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think we've reached a time in human go. history where like like I, I think we've hit a wall man honestly With, think yeah, about it yeah definitely. like like hip-hop hip was like the last real genre of like the newest genre of music yeah, right? right yeah uh, and then you had like rock and then jazz and all that like people invented those genres um i mean do we have another genre coming i like, mean i, I don't think so i feel like i feel like never know i feel like it's still evolving it's just like 
it's like with clothing, you know, it comes back around at some point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like our bell bottoms that we're yeah, gonna come back. That's what I, I think don't know. Too. Yeah. They did. But they I did. think yeah. they but did. There and will that, be somebody wearing them. But I think there's gonna be a phase where the bell bottoms are gonna come back. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like and I in my opinion, I feel like it's gonna disappear and then it's gonna come back again, it's gonna disappear. And it goes back to what you guys were saying, like our parents did not listen to what we listened to. We did not listen to what our parents listened to. So human evolution is always going to be reproduction. There's going to be parents and there's going to be kids. And they're going to not want to listen to the same music. Yeah, it's kind of so like... they're going to want to always do the opposite. I forgot where I read this or who, who was having this conversation. But they were saying that like we should have sub-genres in music and yeah. in hip-hop. What do I you think, think about that? I think in hip-hop we should. I think yeah, we should think in we hip-hop. Should. Jake, what do you think? Like, Where do you think music is going and do you think we need sub-genres? Uh, I mean, I think, I think it's like pretty obvious. You don't have to like put put them, you know, in different places necessarily. Because nobody ever wants to be like, you know, in the Kenny G jazz section or whatever. Like, yeah. So I just would hate to like feel that that I was making Kenny G jazz hip hop, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. You know, like just for only old people. Um, right. <laughs> I would not be yeah, tight. Like he, this is for like though. the, the fifteen to the twenty year olds. <laughs> this is yeah, for, yeah. yeah. That would kind suck. Of, it'll kind of li- it might limit, limit music people, to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah, I just and there's you know there are younger artists that are doing you know that. things more in that vein like a Joey Badass or you know and even Kendrick and Cole they're Kendrick rapping Cole, on hip hop ass beats Chance. and they're they're really successful. Yeah. Um, so it works. It just doesn't work for like the songs you want to go party to, which it never really has. Like, right? People weren't partying to fucking um, New York State of Mind. I tried to play that shit. It didn't work. No, it was one of those parties. Nah. Like, you can't play Nas is like, like at a party. You Crickets. Can't. I mean, Crickets. actually, you might. I don't depends. know. Whatever. Depends on the party. But yeah. So like, there's just you know, there's there was, it was like I always looked at it like this is Walkman music, this is club music, and that'll probably always continue. I think it's going to um, continue, yeah. <clears throat> Jake, I want to talk about, um, well, I mean, there's so many levels to talk about, but quickly, I really want to just kind of skim through the G-Unit era because you were like, I was there when it happened. You were like a big part of like the G-Unit movement. Um, so um, on this show, we talk a lot about just like behind the scenes stuff and like people mm-hmm. want to know like, how do I get placements? How do I, uh, you know, how do I like, build relationships with people and like eventually make enough money to do this right and i think for you like the g-unit movement was like that that like milestone i guess for you so like what was your like what was that experience like what what did you have to do to kind of like get in the door and really just like break out of that that like whole thing and then like really really become like financially stable like in a big way I mean, at that time, I was definitely working a job, um, and I was doing beats, and I was giving people beats. Um, you know, I'd go to, like, the Gavin convention, or, you know, I would go to New York and meet people, and I would just give anybody my beats. Like, it did not matter. I just would give them out to anybody and everybody. And, uh, you know, I, I eventually ended up getting... You know, a lot of people just kept calling me back, and it just it really... It just led to me somehow getting the shot money like he was getting my beats from like a million other people i was never allegiant to like one manager back then mm. like man you got to show me some real money before i sign anything with any of you guys <laughs> so you know i kind of just had all these people chasing random projects and um i landed one on uh 
Beg for Mercy, the first Gina's album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, at the time, I wasn't even a fan like that. <laughs> Probably right. listening to Common. Right. There's fun buildings. Way more. Right. Uh, and, you know, it was exciting. It was like, wow, that's the number one album. It might have sold, like, first week, like, 300,000. I went and bought it on my break. It worked. Um, Crazy. And, yeah it, was, yeah, it was cool to see my name in there and stuff. And eventually, you know, I ended up meeting Shaw Money, and he wanted to manage me and it was kind of a no-brainer because he had control over so many different projects right so they had all the different people signed to g-unit and they were doing albums for everything so i i signed with them well i signed with him i never was like signed to g-unit i don't think any producers were actually signed to g-unit it was more like through shaw but um yeah Yeah. shaw was like just a great dude in general um super fair Yep. It's rare, you know. You don't usually find those people early on in your career. Yep. <laughs> you find true. people who try to take advantage of you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but he wasn't like that at all. He was—I don't know. I guess he just—he really just loved my music, and he just showed me respect. I also wasn't like totally a kid. I was probably like twenty-three, twenty-four. Mm-hmm. I graduated college. I wasn't just going to sign anything. Um, but yeah, like around the time the soundtrack came out, which. Um, Give Richard I Triumph movie. Uh, I signed with him and I got one on there and it just kind of snowballed. And then I would like go to the studio with them sometimes. Most of the time I was never at the studio, but like Young Bucks album, I was there a bit. Um, I never even met 50 to this day, which is funny. Mm, and I think I did, I don't know, at least 10 songs for him. I don't even know how many of this one. You got to meet him. Um, you got to meet him. Never even talked to him on the phone. Like never, no communication. But they always took care of me on the business, so I, you know, I was wet. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just one of those things where he was like, you know, just having him rapping on your beat. You just have so many people are hearing your shit just because of that, right? Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of like I did that, and that's how I got my first publishing deal, uh, which you know really gave me that financial security to leave my job and man it's been 12 years now that's a long time mm. that i that i have like been doing this yeah. as a you know by itself crazy man yeah i think that's like the we talk about that a lot too like that that first publishing deal really it's like that first moment where you could really just reach financial freedom and a lot of times it is a publishing deal but like mm-hmm. business has changed so much now you know so oh like, yeah hell like, yeah publishing <laughs> deals are so creative now like yeah. you have admin mm-hmm. deals yeah. you have like all these types of de- non-mdrc's like term deals all see and, and my first deal in 2006 was it was a lot of money mm-hmm. um and that was because you know record i i signed it i think at the perfect fucking time because yeah it was right before the sales went all the way out in the tank. So they were like projecting, you know, records to still sell like 10 million at best. Right. So I got paid on that, but I did have an MDRC that was like, I think six songs or something. Mm-hmm. And at that time I was just sampling flagrantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh it's my just, God. man, I, I probably placed like 25 songs out of that yeah. shit because you know, I'm getting 12%. Sometimes I get nothing. Yeah. Um, and but but the flip side of that is it it taught me to get smarter and trickier, right. learn how to play, and you know, 
be able to achieve that same thing without sampling anymore you know yeah which kind of led me to where i am now that i could even still be a part of this shit exactly um i think another milestone for you jake uh one of my favorite joints furthest thing uh oh yeah, yeah. Album. how so tell the people how that placement came about i love the placement stories mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. How, how did it get from that that, beat that to one drake you know that one happened just in some like just the way the new shit works so you know i, I said earlier i never spoke to 50 ever right mm-hmm. well the new generation they don't fuck with all that they just hit you up so drake like followed me on twitter one day i don't even know where he, you know he didn't tell me how he knew me or whatever but mm-hmm. He followed me, and I didn't even know he followed me because I wasn't really tracking it like that, but I started getting people, like, super fans that were, like, hitting me on Twitter, like, yo, can you show Drake my painting? And, you know, I'm like, what? I don't know Drake. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, he follows you. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I don't think I was following him. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I followed him, and then I was like, yeah, you know, I got, got some shit for you, I think, you know? Yeah. I just started sending him beats and he was just loving everything I was sending. And uh, I don't even know how many songs he recorded because he would just tell me, hold this one, hold this one. Oh, I did something to this. And that was one of the last ones I think they did for that record. And then there was some drama with the sample because it was a gospel record and the people who owned it were just coming in for some crazy outlandish like figure to see the master. So... Um, me and G Coop kind of put it together and did a replay of it and ended up making it on the album at the last second. Um, and, you know, people loved it. It was great. Crazy. I love See, that. I, I love artists like Drake in that sense where, like, they're so interactive even with the producer. It's, you know, finding the For sure, yeah. following and, you, and that, you know? Yeah. That's a new generation thing, though, because it's like they'll just reach out. It's not like they're involved. the they're old really days involved you'd have to deal with, like, 13 people to get to somebody like 50. Yeah. yeah. But Whereas see, now it's just yeah. those, you know Cole yeah. or whoever it is you know Wally it's like I know all these guys at this point so it's crazy you know. because I think that this scenario <laughs> literally proved what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. how like Drake Drake started following you on Twitter most likely because he heard your music before somewhere maybe there's a joint you produce for 50 that he really likes or like yeah he, you just never know right you just never know but there was some kind of like outside like cosine that had to happen for him to say yo i fuck with jake one like you didn't you didn't solicit him uh no, blindly definitely you not. know what i mean like you didn't blindly solicit him so like we we're talking about that earlier how like as a producer it's like the more work you put in um the more like the higher your chances of someone to like hear your shit and then that'll that'll you know increase your value you know what i mean obviously drake i mean that's that's what it all comes back to because like if i just tell you i'm dope that means nothing like Mm -hmm. other people talking is what means everything so like and you see it happen like if when people are dope they they make that come up it might not be like overnight but it happens like you know you it's just a bunch of steps it's really like human Donkey Kong. Like you gotta just, you know, mm-hmm. keep climbing up them ladders That's <laughs> and then make it to the top. Yeah, you know? like that. human Donkey <laughs> Kong. Human Donkey yo, Kong. So true. <laughs> Jake, what's what's next, man? That you can mention. What do you have in the works? Uh, uh, I don't even know, man. Like I've I've been doing beats for people. I've been doing like a bunch of um, collaborative stuff with younger producers. Like yeah. and a lot of that stuff, I'm just kind of I just give them something and they run with it, and then. 
they tell me like the day before it comes out oh yeah they use your song let's send those out yeah and that's, that's always cool yeah um sometimes they don't tell you it's funny like i feel like i'm bob james or something like listening for samples i'm like hold on is that my show yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh shit i am on that project All right. like oh shit that is me that is me um, all right let's take care of paperwork yeah we were like let me get let me get my publishing but yeah um i'm having fun doing that you know oh. tuxedo's been touring a lot so yeah i've been doing that a lot are we getting um, another white van music mm. And I hear this all the time, and I don't know, man. It's yeah, just a lot of work. It's a lot like, of work. I think if I lived in like New York or LA, I could probably just knock it out. But yeah. just trying to get people to send things over the internet is really it's fucking hard. Everybody's everybody's got their priority, and basically, what what happened when I was trying to do the do it for the second album mm-hmm. is I would send somebody a beat, and then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I want to use this for my album," <laughs> and then you know, I'm not going to really turn down the check, so. Yeah. I end up with no song. Um, That's crazy. That happened a lot. Um, but man, I don't know. Maybe I, I was actually thinking about doing some more B tapes and just throwing like one or two songs on them instead of mm, like yep. trying to invest so much in putting, you know, twelve songs together. That's just a lot of lot of effort. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. My um, the way I like working these days is kind of just spinning a little amount of time on something and just letting it go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just, you just invest in so much time into one thing and just like, Crazy. you know, putting all your eggs in one basket is definitely not the way to do it in 2017. Yeah, so exactly. Just exactly. doing shit that makes me happy and, you know. That's it. How often that's all, are you that's all it really matters to me. How often are you producing? Um, If I'm at home, I'm probably, I might work for a couple hours a day. Uh, when I'm on the road, you know, it just kind of depends. Like the, it's always good to make, make stuff on flights just out of pure boredom. And I feel like I can't do anything else, so it's like the perfect situation <laughs> yeah, for me. It <laughs> it's sad that I have to be like confined to an airplane, to like <laughs> yeah. be creative sometimes. But it just really does work that way. Where I'm just like, well, shit, I guess I can't do nothing else. Like so I'll make some ideas. Yeah, um, it's it's um it's either make beats or watch Groundhog Day or Shark Tank <laughs> or fall asleep or just fall asleep or, asleep, or right. fucking or, or go to bed eighteen dollar yeah. cheese plate yeah. Where you right. go? Yeah. yeah so I mean you know it's uh or I'm sure Game, that, Game know, of Thrones more like, Game of Thrones episode four season three like random just that episode <laughs> like, just yeah that one. So, you, like, so you'll have no idea what's going no on, idea basically. what's going on for six hours. Um, Jake, man, uh, thanks for joining us, man. I mean, yeah. like, I, I can't wait. I'm, I always get excited when I see the credits. Like, you know, you know, I'm old school, so I, I like looking in the credits and like when I see. We your actually name, like looking at the credits. We like looking know? at that <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, every time I see your name, I'm just like, yes, like fuck, man, like, you know. Catching I mean, them. you know, like guys, guys from our generation, I think we're all rooting for each other because yeah. you know how hard it is to last this long. Yeah, it's like you know, if I see you, if I see Knots, if I see even a little older P Rock or Finesse or anybody that's like you know Khalil, guys that were around in the early 2000s when we started and we're still here, it's like that's that's a win in itself just to see anybody on any of these things, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a blessing, man. Crazy. Well, Jake, man, thank you for joining us, man. We're you know, I'm I'm a keep looking out for what you got going i'm sure there's a bunch of things happening for the rest of the year um good luck with the tour man with mayor hawthorne and all that stuff man i love that project it's amazing uh thank yeah, you man. man 
Appreciate you so much for joining us, man. Let's give a round of applause to yes. Jake. Jake one. You know you're legendary, right? You're like pretty much legendary at this point. So. And man, I I just I look at myself like the NBA players that just make it to like they're playing like in their forties. He's like, man, how is that dude still out here getting a check? That's that's, that's I take pride in that. I'm trying to be one of those dudes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. man. All right, Jake. We'll talk soon, bro. Thanks, Jake. All right. Peace. All right take peace. it easy, guys. All right. It's that time. It's that teasy. It's cheesy. about that time. Brum, brum time. I don't like the teasy. You don't like the teasy for cheesy, my knees. Teasy for cheesy, my knees. The teasy's cheesy. It's that teasy. Look at that ball. It's that teasy. All right, there's another one. Let's make a t shirt. Teasy. Teasy shirt. Teasy. Hey, you got the teasy? Yeah. I would ignore the teasy. I would hope you would ignore that. Yo, you got that new teasy, teasy? You got that new teasy? Nah. No. Um, man, guys, this is blabber crap. Let's go. Yeah, listen, let's do it. listen. This is what we're doing right now, guys. Um, I'm gonna explain it again, um, for the millionth time. Blabber crap. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through these beat submissions. All right. We're gonna go to beatthread.com. If you don't know what beatthread.com is, go to beatthread.com. Uh, it's a website where you can upload your beats, give critiques, receive critiques, all that good stuff. It's free to sign up. Go to beatthread.com. Start uploading your beats. Start giving critiques. What we're going to do is we're going to go in here. We're going to choose at random the beats on beatthread.com. And we're going to listen to a snippet of the track. And if we like it, we're going to give it a blap. If we don't, we're going to give it a crap. And we're going to give you some uh, destructive criticism, mm, as I like, I like to that. say. Like uh, and we'll try not to you know, shit on you guys too much. Well, mm -hmm. Atlas might not, but... Um, <laughs> I'll try not to. So our first uh, submission for today is various. I think that was the first time that none of us said anything. anything. That's a good sign. <laughs> I, it that's might. A that's a sign you for that, something. You said, a, you said it's a what? <laughs> you said it's a prom? I don't it's know. A, is prom good or bad? It depends. I think it's how you say it. It depends how you say it. It depends on the situation. I like that. I'm, a, I'm not I'm mad at that. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to that. Yeah. Hey. That's a blab. Everything blab. Hey. Come on. What's up with the sound? Warm my Everything blab. Everything is blab. All right, beach. so we have two, we have two blaps. Excellent, excellent, yeah. excellent, excellent, excellent. 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 <laughs> 
That was cool. I like uh, it. I, I like his execution. The only thing I didn't like was the 808. I think he could change for another one. Yeah. But everything uh, was cool. I think the mix could be um, better in the sense of some of the sounds sounded a little too thin and yeah. low. He can make them sound a little bigger and, and like just raise the volume a little bit on yeah. o- on the overall mix yeah. and just change the 808. I wasn't really a fan of that, but yeah. everything potential. was cool. Had some yeah. Yeah. To it. Had potential. Yeah. Atlas, I could hear somebody up? on it. Oh, man. That was a crap for me, dude. <laughs> I do. No, but the reason why it was a crap is because I didn't love it, right? Mm-hmm. There were some elements in there that I liked about it. Um... The drums are okay. The I like the initial, like the sec, the one that what I thought sounded like the second verse came in. Mm-hmm. He added like a flute sound or something on mm-hmm. top of what it originally was in the first verse, yeah. which I was kind of into. Um, very close though, but I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna crap this one. Okay, My, that was so close for me too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a, a crap, but wait. I loved. Yeah, the chorus was a blab. Mm-hmm. The yeah. verse was a crap. Oh yeah, but yep. you know, um, the whole thing's got to be a blab. It was, so it was hard close. for me. I'll be honest. That was one of the ones <sighs> I was like, it's gonna go with my gut, and yeah. my gut was like, yeah. I love the chorus. I think you can just like tweak that verse a little bit, mm-hmm. like what Perfection said. Like maybe play with the eight oh eights a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and like just tighten it up. Uh, but uh, so much potential. Cra- mm-hmm. I'm gonna crap it, but like. That could be a blap if you just do some little things yeah. to it. So, mm-hmm. um, not not too shabby. Good start. Good start. All Good right. Start. So, uh, our next submission is from Papo Producer. <laughs> Kill Switch is the name of the track. Track it. Track it. Papo producer. <laughs> <laughs> Papo. Are uh, Korean uh, right now? Uh, uh, from uh, Korea. Korea. Um. Okay. <laughs> what What to say about that? I I think that one has potential. Mm-hmm. To be honest, 
I think if the right rapper jumped on that, it could become a song. Um, I like the melodies. I just, I don't know. Honestly, like, I think it was just like missing a few more elements. Like something about the sample. I mean, I know that's part of one of my sample packs, but like it had movement. But like, I think you could have tweaked the sample a little more because it like everything was just kind of like dragging it was like mm-hmm. mm, and then like that that like bass in there was just like holding that note just like i wanted to hear more like movement movement like more more staccato style mm-hmm. kind of bass mm-hmm. um but the melodies were good so i'm gonna crap it but it wasn't the worst okay oh gross i'm gonna crap it um, oh, gross! It had potential, yeah. and I think a lot of it was cool. Obviously, the sample um, I've heard before. I think I even used that sample too. Mm. Um, and I, I like the percussion. I just think it kind of lost me a little bit because it it was kind of like just dragging. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he could have played with the tempo a bit, maybe yeah. speed it up, speed it a couple more like yeah. BPMs notches. and notches. But yeah. uh, it wasn't bad though. Yeah. It had yeah. potential. Yeah. I think it just yeah. kind of lost me because it was just like. It was ongoing. Yeah. 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 But it was, it had a lot of cool elements. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crap for me too. Um, but it's not a bad uh just toppling off of what everybody else said. I think yeah, it did drag mainly because like the bass change mm-hmm. was like so long, it was just like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's just like whoever is rapping on that shit gotta <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, they gotta. You do know what I'm saying? They gotta movement. do some really creative shit. Um, just because. So just like play play with the beat a little bit more. Yeah. Um, break up the monotony of like just like all the constant like. It's good when it's like not too many elements and they complement each other. But like, so f- it's like I'll say it's like 85. percent mm-hmm. Like you gotta fix that bass and like play yeah. up with some other shit. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. bad. So bummer. Yeah, this one this one is interesting because this one kind of reminds me of the one previously. It was like I almost wanted to blap it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I was thinking the same thing about the bass way too long and just held out. It just mm-hmm. kind of dragged for me. Um, so that was pretty tough. The uh, also when like people know the sample, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm just weird like that. Mm-hmm. Like when people know the sample, to me, like I always feel like they didn't quite manipulate it enough sometimes yeah. you know so like mm-hmm. i'm around a bunch of people like and everyone's like oh i know that sample i know that sample but then i guess if we did a good job then it, it's right. cool too you know what i'm saying but i don't know i always like when when they don't know where the sample came from when i was right. like oh oh that, you did that from that oh that's fire yeah. but yeah i agree speed it up the the bass note was way kind of long and dragged out <laughs> overall good beat but it wasn't a black yeah potential though yeah had a lot of potential yeah okay next up is Mario Beats, Beats. Mario Beats. 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 Oh, my God. 
But you know they gonna hate But at the end of the day I'ma do me Regardless And they gonna hate <laughs> I am dead Oh my god Oh my god That's so on point It's yo. been a crazy year but Yo just for I'm that <laughs> Just for Just for that I wanna give it a Fucking blab yo, yo. I can't with Glenn Just for being super on point With Opening the love and hip hop shit Everybody up in speaking Oh my excellent. god. Yo, fuck that. Yo, this is ready to license. I agree. Yo, this is uh, the my only issue yeah, though. Send it to Bunham and Murray. Send send it to Bunham and Murray. Oh, okay. Bunham. Or whatever Bunham. Uh get this license. The only issue you might have is like if that's a sample that you need to clear. Cause like a lot of the um licensing places don't like samples. Mm-hmm. But if if that isn't, then like this is great for licensing it's almost perfect for licensing can i hear like an artist on here probably not no like i can't I at all in that sense <laughs> it's a crap You're right so but i'm gonna blap it, mm-hmm. it like i'm gonna blap it based on the, the licensing, licensing yeah. and i think you hit it out the park you can get you can get some so go ahead and license that out to love and hip-hop call ray j tweet him Right. No, don't tweet Mona Scott. Tweet yeah. him. Like, oh, Send it over. I got yeah. your ending music. Yeah, I actually anyway. had Love and Hip Hop at the spot yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah, holler at me. Hey, mm-hmm. holler at Perfect. You, you ready to know? Over. Go into the DM. Hollywood? Just don't, yeah. you know, don't, don't try to, don't, don't introduce your pillar and stones. Okay. Make sure you have like a profile pic too. Make like sure you have a profile picture like and don't be weird. Don't be weird. Freaking weirdos. Don't. Don't try to don't try to be like, hey, love, perfection. <laughs> like, don't it's, no. All right. Anyway. Well, oh, man, Atlas I'm crapping that. Nah, Crap. that was, you're a nice guy. That was that was solely for the I really appreciate the narration from the avian. <laughs> that painted the picture for me. Yeah, no, it did. That's why the, I gave it a with look. the car pulling up, the door opening Back. in slow motion, Looking stepping at his out. Watch. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally saw Man, it. You can get bread for this beat <laughs> with yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's cool. But I definitely won't really want to listen to it. Besides. Ever, Not so. at all. I'm sorry. Yo, Glam had me weak though. This has been a rough year, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough year. Opened up my, opened up my salon. It's been such a crazy year Sales for me. Sales have been up. But since I opened up my boutique, my business is booming. <laughs> <laughs> my, bi- my business is booming. Yo, but that is booming. so real though. Like, That's how they have it. Yeah. I bet you they come in there like, yeah, you know, everything's been great since I opened up my boutique. <laughs> 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 you gotta walk. You know, you walking in the middle of the street, going right, to yeah. your boutique. I got it. Okay, I got then it. Then they pick you, okay, grabbing the code. Ready, okay. ready, action. This year has been so crazy, but ever since I opened up my new hair shop, business has been blooming for me. And you know, haters gonna hate, but at the end of the day, all I gotta do is swerve on them. <laughs> 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 do you know? I just gotta keep doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got money. You see, you see all the, you see the wrist? You see the 
It really be on some fuck shit. It really be like, I don't even care if that's my yeah. baby or not. If I, at the end of the day, if my <laughs> divorce is my divorce, yeah. whatever makes her happy, happy wife, happy life. I'm like, all right. Man, you know. if they had a dollar for every at the end of the day, every, quotes though. Oh, they, they everybody be, on that show would be like a million dollars richer if yeah. everyone got paid for how many times they said at the end of the day. <laughs> the end of the day. Because at the end of the day. <laughs> oh my God. And how many drinks they throw. Oh, for, yes. oh yeah. It always oh, amazes yeah. me how they have these like dresses on and like they get really cute and then yeah. they just like fight each other. Like it's like, great. oh my God. I saw this post. <laughs> Maybe this is like some off air shit. Yeah. But I saw this post. Fuck my it. friend sent me, it was like on the shade room uh-huh. and they were talking about how some of the girls like when they get their ass shots. Uh-huh. I guess they'll they'll like get their body done and then get the, like they'll get a refill and then go to oh. film or some shit oh, and then they'll be they'll be leaking like on no. the chair. No, oh. no 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 ass and, juice. And some producer hey. was like, "That's not the first because they were talking about no. <laughs> he said that's someone in specifically time. and they were like, no. "That's not the first time it's happened. Like that's we filmed and the couches will be wet. No. And I'm like, oh girl, you better tighten oh, up. Juice. No. Put some no. band aids on that bitch. Right, seal that hole." up pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah know what I'm saying this bitch was leaking <laughs> anyway um all right our, our last one <laughs> our last one for today is uh Kaz K A Z Z here we go <laughs> Said this God bitch damn. was leaking. I, <laughs> I was talking about whatever. Butt, butt juice. Different hole. <laughs> butt juice. <laughs> Booty juice. Booty juice. You it's said a, butt juice. It's clear. It's that gelatinous. That sounds like some vegan shit. It's gelatinous. That's gross. I just had some butt juice this morning. <laughs> 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 it's really invigorating. I feel like oh a whole God. other person. So it's crazy. Like gluten free. They have gluten free I'm, options. Have some yeah. butt juice and ran six fucking pounds. Is that crazy? <laughs> I feel I feel funny right now. It's yeah, I feel strangely jazzy. Yeah, I, we're gonna <laughs> just have to skip that. That's yeah, let's problem. just skip that. Dang, one. no opinion, no comment. Oh, Cancel. Man. I'm sorry, Kaz. Kaz, just send something else. Fuck Kaz. Damn, dude, Kaz. No, I said fuck, man. Oh, I just said fuck, Kaz. No, Kaz. <laughs> like, oh shit. He had his chance. Do you have another one? I want to play another one. No. <laughs> sorry, man. We're gonna have to skip that one. Ryan Little. This is our last one for today. Here we go. Ah, swerve. Ooh, come on, sample. Flip it, flip it. Ryan, let's go. Oh God.
Yeah, I like the percussion and bass. I'll, cr- I'll oh, I was gonna say crap it just because I was gonna say it. Go I'll blap it. Hey, like we got it. a blapper. I like the sample. I like blapper. how they flip the sam- sample in like. Uh, I like how he flipped the sample like that. Like it's kind of like a West Coast vibe without like being too West Coasty mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just liked it. I like. I'll blap it if I like it. If I like how it sounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Boom. Atlas. Ah oh, man. The other one does. The other, the other two that I crapped had a way. They were closer to a to a blap than this one for yeah. me. Yeah. This one was interesting. Um, I I did like the percussion on it. Um, I like how the sample was manipulated. But I was something weird with the drums and those stabs. I don't know if they were like ahead of the kick. I don't know if you got to move to drag those over to the right a little bit. But the swing. I know, but it was just. I don't know. I didn't really get this one for me, so I'm gonna crap this one. Perfection, um, I'm gonna crap it, but I think the way he played with the sample was cool, but there was something about it that kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. I like the bounce and I like the percussion a lot. Yeah, I think it had like a cool, a cool groove, mm-hmm. but yeah. like it made you like you know. Yeah, like, it was some head nod shit. Yeah, it was I'm blapping head nod shit. Oh, I'm blapping it. I'm a clam. So I, I love the snare. Damn, I'm all alone. I love the drum kit. Mm-hmm. I love the snare. I love that snare. Um, snare. Just get a better mix on it. Mm-hmm. But I think if you put a rap, the right artist on there, mm-hmm. it's like some. True. You know this. <laughs> pay attention. And you know this. I hate you. You said pay attention. Pay attention, pay attention to my jeans. Real hip hop. Real hip hop. I love Gore Tex boots. <laughs> oh, is this? Are we on the Ryan Little guy? Is this the Ryan Little? I don't know, but I'm just imagining like gotta take that Ryan drop out. A guy that looks like MC Hammer, just like yeah. Hammer was just in a commercial. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. Somehow. That was a good commercial. Yeah, yeah no, the Geico commercials are killing it. They're I laugh killing at, it. Like, I laugh at like every Me too. Me Geico too. commercial. Like <laughs> so shit is ridiculous. Like whoever is their like person yeah. getting that money. Yeah, they're doing so a is killing it. Yeah. Yeah. So hell of a job. yeah, man. I you know it was alright today. We had I had yeah, like two blaps. Yeah. I could go to sleep happy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've had worse. We've had worse. We've had much worse. Two almost blaps. Yeah, I went up close. and I went up and peed on somebody. Pause. Peeing on people is actually said, peeing like, on people is actually really um. I I did a, a <laughs> super healthy. healthy. Did you know that? Yeah, I did a I did a Twist. little experiment the other day. Yeah, peeing on well, people. Well, I'm saying somebody's beat was so bad that I went to the bathroom. Yeah, it's actually a thing. Well, they do like say that. if you're in the desert and you're dehydrated, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And you're dehydrated and there's no water around. Dad, drink your pee, man. Oh, drink your pee. Real yeah. shit, though. There's boxers that drink you their pee. You know that show? I survived. Yeah. There's this guy who he survived. Um, it was like some weird. It was an earthquake, and I think he was in a building, and like all of these like plasters of like just everything was on him, and he was like tra- trapped under this thing for like who knows how many days, and mm-hmm. like he remembered that like. He was he was thirsty and like he had to pee so like I think he peed in something and like Drank squeezed it. it. Yeah. Oh, like There's on a boxes. sponge or something? No, wasn't like, there? No, like he peed in like, like on a towel like, on like a t-shirt or something. Or something. Yeah. Like his shirt. Right. Yeah, squeeze it. Real. Squeeze the pee. That's wow. real. Squeeze the pee. There's a there's a boxer that drank his own pee recently. I, I believe it. Forget who. But uh, they uh, apparently there's nutrients. Shit. There's nutrients in it. I'm, I'm so serious. Don't they say like I mean, if you get like if you get stung by a, a jellyfish? Jellyfish, yeah. You you pee, pee on it. Pee on it. Yeah. I, I remember hearing that or as a vinegar, kid. But yeah. Yeah. but pee is true. No, pee is true. Yeah. yeah, pee is yeah. true. Yeah. Remember that. Guys. I'll keep that next time we go to the pee beach, guys. P 
pee. Make sure water. you got that pee on deck. Everybody's drinking water. Everybody pissing. On the way there, everyone drinking water. Water you, or beer. It's like you this. purposely throw somebody a jellyfish that you don't like, like at the yeah. beach, just so you can piss on them. So you yeah. wait, I got here, stung dude, by a jellyfish. Like, yo, I got, I got you, bro. bro. Come here, hurry up. I hurry always up. wanted to do this. Oh, I got stung by one. Right. This, shit hurt. Yeah. this is uh, we're, this is called uh, uh, hence the yellow color. This is pee chat. There's gonna be people yeah. like, what are these people doing? No. But uh, li- listen, guys, if you want to submit your beat to this segment, blapper craft, yes. just go to beatthread.com, b e a t t h r e a d dot com. Sign up, it's free. Start uploading your beats, and uh, you can give critiques too, and receive critiques mm-hmm. on the website. It's a lot of fun if you're a producer, so check that out. Um, and again, make sure you you guys subscribe to us. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe on iTunes, um, SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Hit us up on social media, and don't be afraid to uh, leave comments. You know what I mean? Hit us up. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> Come into the stage. I'm gonna go to the strip club. Um, <laughs> appreciate you guys once again. This is episode 45, right, Josh? 45? Four. 44. 44. Uh, episode 44. Shout 44. to Jake1 for uh, blessing us. Yeah, man. It was amazing. A great story. Uh, shout to Jake. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. We got so much more to come. Mm-hmm. This is great, man. Round of applause for us. Yeah. Bye. 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 Later. One. One.